0: Through the Scotiabank Women Initiative, Scotiabank aims to help advance women-led businesses with access to capital, education, and mentorship. To learn more, visit scotiabankwomeninitiative.com. You're listening to The Thrive Podcast on the Startup Canada Podcast Network, where we help women entrepreneurs to start and build thriving businesses. On The Thrive Podcast, we connect you with leading experts, entrepreneurs, and organizations that provide capital, mentorship, training, tools, and other support to help you make your vision a reality faster. This podcast is a production of Startup Canada, Canada's entrepreneurship organization, and is presented in partnership with the Business Development Bank of Canada and Scotiabank. I'm your host, Kayla Isabel, Executive Director at Startup Canada. Welcome to the show. We are thrilled to have Stephanie Fontaine on our show today. Stephanie is the country director of WeConnect International in Canada. A well-known leader in the supplier diversity community, Stephanie has spent the last seven years working closely with entrepreneurs, corporations, not-for-profit organizations, and government to increase procurement opportunities for diverse suppliers. As a business owner herself, Stephanie knows the importance a small gesture of support can make, and she has long been committed to empowering entrepreneurs through sharing of knowledge and connections. Following a decade in the corporate world, where she held operational sales, and procurement roles, Stephanie went on to assist some of North America's largest corporations to fulfill their objective of a more diversified supply chain. Through building programs and facilitating connections between buyers and suppliers, Stephanie has championed supplier diversity efforts and has been a driving force for increased collaboration and innovation in this space. Welcome to the show, Stephanie.
1: Thank you, Kayla. I'm so pleased to be here today.
0: Likewise. Welcome. So uh, what is the one thing that you want our audience to take away from our conversation today, Stephanie?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the one thing for me is realize that you are not alone on your entrepreneurship journey. There are so many resources out there and a lot more than people realize. And I think what women entrepreneurs um, need to remember is you have to ask. Mm. um, And then you have to align with the resources that are right for your business strategy. Mm -hmm.
0: I love that. Yeah, you don't know what you don't know. And really, the only way to to get that information is to ask the question. Great feedback. I love that.
1: Yeah, ask for what you need. Mm.
0: Fantastic. So to dive into a potential resource, uh, can you tell us about We Connect International? How does it support women entrepreneurs?
1: for sure. So, We Connect International is a global network that connects women-owned businesses to qualified buyers around the world. So, we have presence in over 110 countries. And our work consists of identifying, educating, registering, and certifying businesses that are at least 51% owned, managed, and controlled by one or more women. So once you are in our network, we tap into our um, the, the buyers that we have from the 100 over 100 uh, multinational corporations who are members of We Connect International. And we facilitate access for these um, the, the women businesses so that they can have opportunities to bid on the large corporate contracts.
0: Mm. Fantastic. So can you sort of speak to, um, you know, for our audience, if they're not as familiar with supplier diversity and its current sort of status in Canada, um, why is supplier diversity important in Canada? Um, and what um, what can women entrepreneurs do to really capitalize on, on what we see as lack of diversity in that space?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So first and foremost, supplier diversity is a tool, and it's to provide equal access for non-traditional suppliers to be introduced to large corporate and public procurement organizations. And in Canada... Um, supplier diversity is is still fairly new, and I've been doing it for mm-hmm. a long time, over seven years. But um, in the U.S., supplier diversity has been around for over fifty years, and um, there's orga- really? yeah, there's organizations wow. who were celebrating fifty years of supplier diversity, forty years, thirty years. Um, in Canada, we're we're not there yet, but um, we have seen a growing uh, movement towards it, and. The, the corporations that have supplier diversity programs in Canada, it is because they are committed to it. So um, it's in their business strategies. And the main reason is because Look, diversity may have started in different places in the organization. Um, we've all heard of employee um, diversity. So um, diversify your talent. But then where do we go from there? And diversifying your supply chain so that it looks like the communities where you do business, it's the logical next step. So um, there is still a lack of um of diversity and supplier diversity, but it really um, is an opportunity for women entrepreneurs. So when you, you
0: I love that comparison, you know, that your supply chain should be as diverse as the community that you're sort of embedded in. Um, What do you think are are short-term steps um, that corporations are really taking to have more diversified supply chains? You're saying that in the US, you know, they've been doing this for 50 plus years. Canada's kind of beginning in that space. Um, What are corporations doing right now, um, incrementally to, to make that change? so that hopefully we get to a space where um, it it is uh, sort of regular business practice.
1: So for sure. And when I say Canada is just starting out, like we're talking 15 years, um, you know, Mm -hmm. 16 Mm -hmm. years, but in comparison, um, we are starting out. So... um, it, corporations are, are doing a number of different things. And first and foremost, it's by taking a look at um, what does your supply chain look like now? And, um, you know, where are the areas where we can um, provide a little bit more access to diverse suppliers? And I, I want to go back and um, just define a diverse suppliers for um, some of the listeners that might not know. Yeah, so it's the 51% or more of the company that is owned and controlled by individuals who are um, aboriginal, um, visible minorities, persons with disabilities, women, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgendered or veteran owned. So there are a lot of different um, categories of um, non-traditional suppliers. So Supplier diversity um, inside the corporation is really taking that extra step to, um, you know, be conscious that, um, you know, there, there is a lack of diversity and we want to, um, you know, to open it up. So they might partner with an organization like WeConnect and um, some of the other organizations to help them find the diverse suppliers. And then they will um, have special programming. So, and that that could be an event where the um, suppliers can meet the buyers. It could be mentoring programs. It could be educational in the sense that they will put on a workshop to teach the diverse suppliers how to navigate something as complex as a um, corporate supply chain. So there, there are really many ways that this, um, you know, can go.
0: So Stephanie, can you provide us with a few examples um, of women-owned um, or led businesses that are working in supplier diversity? Um, what, what would those, um, what would their contributions to the supply chain look like?
1: Um, Yes. So we have a number of different products and services. Um, So some very um, interesting and diverse um, businesses that um, are certified by WeConnect. So those might include, uh, here's a, a few examples. So retail snacks, beverages, food products. Automotive parts, um, office supplies, catering services, translation services, logistics, freight, landscaping, and of course um, the professional services like training, change management, IT, recruitment. So really, there it, it's just across um, the board. There is um, a wide range of um, supplies and um, products and services that um, could fit in a supplier diversity program.
0: Okay. And and so WeConnect has a, a certification process um, that would essentially allow, um, for example, women entrepreneurs to be a part of a type of registry. Is that the case? Okay. Can you explain that a little bit more to our listeners?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So WeConnect International... Um, allows women-owned businesses to self-register as women-owned and that's um, very easily done on our website. Um, and and that really brings you into the network to start learning about all these opportunities and then the the certification is the next step. Um, some of the corporate corporate programs they do require as part of their supplier diversity that you be certified and that's really a more comprehensive, um, audit process that, um, we connect international, um, does, and it verifies the, um, the ownership of the business as well as, um, you know, we even do an interview with um, the the woman to make sure that she is, in fact, leading um, the business and has um, the ability to make those important decisions day to day. And the, the certificate is really that assurance to the corporate buyers that they are, in fact, purchasing from a company who is um, who they say they are.
0: Yeah, so an appropriate kind of vetting process um, yeah, to make sure that that there's honesty and transparency there. Great. So you're looking as well, as we mentioned, um, at uh, increased collaboration, innovation. So you spoke uh, to that with the corporations and, and the various partnerships. What does innovation look like in the space of supplier diversity?
1: Wow. So I think innovation um, in supplier diversity comes from... You know, corporations today, they're looking for different things. They're always looking to be competitive. And when they're able to partner with a diverse supplier who, they're they're not all small. So I I want to make that clear. Some of our um, certified women-owned businesses are multi-million dollar, um, you know, suppliers, very successful. But in general, the diverse suppliers have been um, very innovative in being able to think differently and perhaps it's, um, you know, a different um, perspective of thought that they bring to their business and they're able to find solutions um, and things that the corporations may not have even realize that they could be doing better. So that's how I see um, the the innovation coming in. It's, um, you know, bringing new vendors, just new ideas.
0: So what resources does We Connect International specifically provide to women entrepreneurs who want to break into corporate supply chains? What does that look like? Well,
1: um, if you're a woman entrepreneur and you want to tap into the corporate supply chain as a way to grow your business, First and foremost, you have to take the step to join our network. And as I explained um, previously, the self-registration as a woman-owned business, that's um, free on our website. And it is the first step in coming into the network as a way to learn about large supply chains.
0: All right. So awesome. Call to action right there. <laughs> step one. <laughs>
1: So we'll provide, like, once you're in, we'll provide the training to help these suppliers become business ready for a supply chain that is very different than selling direct to consumer. So we offer activities that will maximize um, connections and mentoring opportunities. So you can learn from other women businesses that have gone through the, um, the, the process. And, um, I mean, there there are so many resources like webinars, events, and often they're they're hosted by the procurement professionals themselves. So they will provide you a roadmap on how to do business with them. So um, and examples of that could be like a, a workshop on how to. Um, to read the legal documents and navigate them and put your best foot forward and because you are um, learning it directly from the procurement professionals um, that, that that we that are members um, of we connect international so we we do these events together um, you're really gaining an advantage that um, other businesses don't have um, we we also share their procurement um, activities, so that might include access to RFIs, requests for information, requests for proposals, or it could be. And I, I do this every week. I have the corporate members um, send an email or call me and say, "Hey, I'm looking for." Um, you know these different services, our products. Can you recommend anybody from the network? And we share names of businesses every single week.
0: That's great. So tell us a little bit more. So I think you mentioned um, throughout many of your comments that you can engage at different junctures of your of your entrepreneurial journey as a woman entrepreneur to connect with We Connect International. Correct. Um, it's it's really um, at any stage of your journey, there there's a resource that could be provided for you.
1: Absolutely. So the first thing I want to say is there's no size or length of time requirements to join our network. So, um, but as I've mentioned before, you do need to be 51% or more woman owned and your business must have a product or service that is suitable for corporate supply chain. That's, that's one of the most important things because if you're selling um, something that a a large supply chain would not buy, um, you know, you you can still benefit from the connections, but you won't be able to leverage um, what we offer as much because we're so focused on that um, corporate supply chain. Um, the, the other thing I would say, Kayla, is the entrepreneur must be in a place where they're able to invest the time and the resources required because corporate supply chains are very complex They um, have requirements that are really high. And the other thing that is often shocking um, to some of our women businesses is decisions take a very long time. So you could be having this conversation for a year, for two years, and then finally you get that call and you have the opportunity to bid. So it um, it is very different what um what we found is that businesses that have been operating for a few years, they're probably the best able to leverage the um, services and opportunities that we offer
0: mm, at that specific stage of maturity. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah but again, um, we we welcome um, women businesses that are at a more early stage because we also have the resources to help them get to that readiness place.
0: Fantastic. So can you tell us a little bit about your career path? How did you become sort of an advocate for supplier diversity? Yeah,
1: um, Kayla, when I look back, it's almost like unbelievable because when I was starting out my career, supplier diversity uh, was not even a thing. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: (laughs) Um, So you know how today they say prepare for, how do you prepare for a job that you don't even know exists, Mm -hmm, um, you know, mm -hmm. in 10 years? So I came to it in a a very interesting way. Um, I did operations, um, sales and marketing. And then I went on to take a procurement role in one of the multinational organizations that um, is a member of WeConnect International. um, And that's how I first got to know the organization um, back in 2013. But as I was... um, Working in the um, the procurement field, an opportunity to um, you know um, start the program came to me, and I I hesitate there because it, it was more of um, uh, who wants to volunteer for a new special project, and I thought, hey you know, I need um, a little something new in addition to negotiating contracts and doing the financial analysis. So I said, okay, I'll I'll take a look at this. And I, I knew nothing about it. And um, it's always important, just as a side note, um, you know, to raise your hand and say, I'll, I'll do something new because you just never know what um, can come from it. So I started digging into this supplier diversity um going to the U.S., um, talking to colleagues in the U.S. mainly, and then they referred me back to some organizations um, in Canada, and, of course, um, We Connect International, as, as well as others. And I started um, a, a program at my company just basically educating um, the the suppliers as well as the internal um, colleagues on what supplier diversity was and how we could make room in the supply chain to um, um, allow them to you know to have access to um, to bid so what happened is I loved supplier <laughs> diversity I'm I sensing loved that working with <laughs>
0: That's great. The-
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I love working with uh, mentoring the the suppliers. So eventually, I went on to start my own business doing supplier diversity um, consulting, mm-hmm. and I've kind of been in the the industry ever since, and um, have had wonderful opportunities to. Participate in conferences, um, help not only suppliers but help other corporations and government um, procurement um, agencies to set up their programs. Fantastic. And now um, with WeConnect, just um, helping the the women suppliers and helping the um, the corporations to advance their programs still.
0: Mm. And and through your consulting career, and also now with We Connect International, what's still the biggest challenge that you're seeing um, women entrepreneurs facing um, when they're going through this process of either um, trying to be a part of a diversified supply chain, or really just educating themselves about where they could fit in that in that chain process?
1: Um, yeah, I think having worked um, both on the canadian and um the american side i would say Mm -hmm. the number one thing that i've noticed is the the entrepreneurs in canada do not uh, make themselves visible enough. So they're a little bit harder to find. Mm. So that's some um, another tip that I want to leave the listeners with. Make yourself visible. Um, use LinkedIn. Tell people that you are a certified woman-owned business. Ask questions when you meet the buyers. Um, do you have a supplier diversity program? Because the women can actually be the ones that start that conversation.
0: Mhm. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's a great takeaway. Just make yourself visible. Um, and, and, you know, building in a, a comprehensive communication strategy overall, this can be a beautiful um, component to share with your audience and, and try to resonate uh, in a different way. That's that's great, great feedback. Um, so what what is one other actionable piece of advice that you'd like women entrepreneurs to take out of our conversation today? I think there have been so many great <laughs> little nuggets of feedback. Um, but what's another actionable piece of advice that you can leave our listeners with?
1: Um, I I think there is so, um, th- well, there are so many networking opportunities and events that we see mm-hmm. um, now. Um, I always say that I could spend every night of the week going to a reception or an event. So w- mm-hmm. what I I think um, women entrepreneurs need to do is to really pick out the, the events and the organizations that are really aligned um, with where it is that they want to um, take their business, and I, I know I touched on that at the beginning, but the the other piece is really invest in it, um, get to know the the other um, the other people in those networks because sometimes. Um, those are the ones that will lead you to your next um, opportunity. So sometimes it is, um, it is very worthwhile to say, hey, I will um, take this workshop, but I will also um, use it as a, a networking opportunity, um, as opposed to saying, oh, I'll just go to this networking event, but um, that may not have an educational component. So kind of trying to... you know, combine things as much as you can so that you can make the most of the time that you're away from your business. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. And, and and definitely leverage that, that, um, that spend that if you're spending time outside of working, um, you know, more linearly in your organization that you're trying to leverage it as much as possible and squeeze as much juice out of that lemon. (laughs) That sounds great. Absolutely. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for, for joining us on the Thrive podcast today, Stephanie. You're
1: very welcome. It's been, um, my pleasure to be your guest and to um, share what I hope are some valuable tips for the women entrepreneurs.
0: Fantastic. I think they definitely are. (laughs) Thanks again. Thank you for joining us this week on the Thrive Podcast, where we help women entrepreneurs to start and build thriving businesses. Thank you to the Startup Canada production team, BDC, and Scotiabank for helping us to power women entrepreneurs. Visit startupcan.ca forward slash women to download the playbook resources for women entrepreneurs with a comprehensive list of support for you and your business. Visit startupcan.ca for the latest episodes of the Startup Canada podcast hosted by Matthew Curtis and plug in to the Startup Canada network. Until next time, I'm Kayla Isabel. It's time to thrive.